With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Empire. Deal back to Hachimura. Um, first off, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It was more just shocking to hear from him and understanding that he gets the most assist from me and the most spoon-fed baskets ever. You know, the culture is actually damn good. To sit up there and to say you don't have a culture problem in the nation's capital, everything about the organization points to a culture issue. When a guy took a in another guy's shoe. I'm a little pissed off about it, but I know how I am. I was kind of expecting it. It's disrespectful. It was like Eric Killmonger going for total domination. What up is my? We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah! This podcast is all over social media. So follow us on Twitter at Beltway Bro Pod, Instagram at Beltway underscore sports underscore bros underscore podcast. Also the Facebook group, just search Beltway Sports Bros Podcast. And you can also find us at BeltwaySportsBros.com. There's a podcast player right on the front page. If someone you know doesn't want to or know how to download a podcast app or even knows what a podcast is, just tell them to go to the website and hit play. Simple as that. Thank you for joining us today. We are the Beltway Sports Bros. I'm Matt Vizana, and as always, my brother, Noel. Hey, Noel, how's your day going? Everything all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. Not as much of a mess as DC is, though. That's for sure. Jeez. What a nightmare. I mean, what a what? disgusting display. It, I mean, to the highest degree. You know, to just get off sports for a second and just talk about this for a minute. Yeah. You know, this was a kindling that was waiting to go off for the last five years. And you reap what you sow. And these senators and these, rep- these Congress people that have been fanning this flame, they saw in front of their eyes, literally, <laughs> what they have been selling themselves on. And it's an absolute joke. Shit they don't believe themselves. There's no conceivable way that they do. Strictly for political gain. Because you feel that a particular base will leave or will follow you after our current president is is out of office. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's all personal gain. Absolutely. And you had officers putting their lives in danger. You had public officials putting their lives in danger that had no part of this, that were against this. And they were in there having to put themselves in a fetal position in a corner for these crazies, these Mm -hmm. cult followers. I mean, what else are they, right? That's what it is. That's what it is. It's no different than watching a televangelist on TV, Matt. Yep. And that's what this is. It's fanatical behavior, and it's a joke. And this is a federal fucking building. I know. The federal building. (laughs) Of all federal buildings. blockades in Portland and things like that, and bringing in unmarked vans, throwing people in them, bringing in the National Guard for some shitty-ass federal buildings in Portland that people couldn't see on a map. And we've got a Capitol building where I just went around it again in October. I was about 20 feet away from it, and there's guys scoping us out, me me and the family. I felt like if I got any closer, I might get sniped. These people are storming the place. And and honestly, some of these guys, it was like a red carpet. I know. Letting these people in. 
I was listening to uh, well CNN like all day, you know, the news. And one senator was being interviewed and he's like, I was under the impression that you could hit like a button and all the windows like seal and everything. <laughs> and he was like, you can literally break the windows in this place. Yeah, I, I saw it in a guy. A guy was taking like a piece of plastic busting windows. I mean, what is people were oozing their way into windows. It reminded me of a scene from The Walking Dead. I know. Like Night of the Living Dead when they're trying to like get their and they're and people are hammering on two by fours onto the door to keep them out. I mean, this is what we've become. And then, you know, not calling a National Guard for hours. I mean, the logistical part, fine. But the fact is that, that this transpired based on people's watch that had disregard for anything but their own advancement. Yep. Not saying that this is the first time in history. It's been happening since the dinosaurs. Yeah, those T-Rexes really but love to, to get ahead. But, but, to, <laughs> but to blatantly see this on national TV in the United States, I thought it was downtown Beirut. Anyway, I, I just, it's baffling to me. And unfortunately, I don't think this is the end in some form or fashion. Yeah, they might not go full-blown to the, to the Capitol building. But there could be more obscure locations in which we have to deal with this shit. Why? Because you saddled yourself up with a used car salesman. Mm-hmm. You know, you reap what you sow. Yeah, absolutely. They kept poking that bear, man. They kept poking that bear. And here we are. And hopefully it dies down from here. But it's going to take fuck, a long, you know it's what? Gonna, no, it's going to take a very long time for that to happen. No, absolutely. It's going to take a long time. This isn't a Band-Aid fix. But you know what? Part of me is okay with it. Because a lot of these people needed a punch in the face. Not saying it's going to work, but these rich guys up there Mm -hmm. um, looking down and just preaching things that they don't believe. Sometimes it's nice to get kicked in the balls. Yeah. I mean, they were genuinely scared and they saw in front of their face the bullshit they were spewing out. And they're like, holy shit, people actually believe this shit. Look at these psychopaths. What do you think? What do you think's going to happen when you when you constantly say shit that isn't true over and over again and fill people's heads with propaganda? There's people that that are simple enough to believe this shit. No matter what it is, Matt. No matter right. what it is, whether you you're a better person if you eat organic or I'm more vegan than you or whatever it is. I don't eat milk. You're a satan because you eat that. Mm-hmm. There's this constant belittlement and constant destruction via social media these higher-ups that are are doing these things intentionally in order to manipulate a mass and it's disgusting. But what's funny is they turn it around and say that that people that don't believe that shit are the ones being manipulated absolutely we're the idiots right it's absurd the hypocrisy of this whole thing is disgusting but hopefully it's behind us i don't like seeing my stomping grounds being stomped on by anybody's randoms coming into town wearing fucking ox heads or whatever the hell they are. These radical people that have no business. Go back to fucking Arkansas. Yeah. Alabama's you know? a beautiful state. Yeah, you know? go. Go back. Wherever the yeah. hell it is. Go back and, and boil in it there. <laughs> anyway, that's our rant. We're supposed to be a fun show. I was furious I know. That. I know. It's our stomping grounds, though, and it deserves better. It deserves better from the the people that were doing it, and it deserves better from the people in the fucking Capitol building that were cowering in fear. Deserves a hell of a lot better. Yeah, and, you know, they deserved it. Some of those people actually did, and I'm glad they saw it. I'm not happy this happened, but sometimes you got to learn the hard way. Right. 
Anyway. On a lighter note. On a lighter note. <laughs> it's definitely lighter than what happened yeah, at the Capitol building. Uh, we're going to have a conversation with the one and only Rick Doc Walker. That's going to get us going. That's going to brighten our day. Talked about this shit. It's off the plate. And we got Doc. Boom. Yeah, we can't act like things in the world don't happen. Right. You know? Right. So I think that we'd look like total assholes if we didn't mention it at least. I mean, I'm not going to talk about shit that happens in fucking Quebec. You know, but... <laughs> It happened where I go. It happened where I've walked with my children. This is the Beltway Sports Bros. Exactly. So if I can't talk about my stomping grounds, what the hell can I talk about? Right. So obviously, Doc, well, and we will be talking a ton about the Washington-Tampa game. So we're not going to be doing our typical preview show here, but Doc is a wealth of knowledge, and I'm sure you'd like to hear his take on it a lot more than <laughs> ours anyway. I'm sure they like to hear their, a take on most things over... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... After the break, we're very professional now. Hey, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a conversation with Mr. Rick Doc Walker. So <laughs> stick around for that. <laughs> it's almost that time when you put your name in a grid and hope that your box hits the final score, but you don't have to wait until February to start winning. With boxes, you can play box pools every day for every game. Boxes is completely free to play and you can win big. Washington football fans who download the app from the App Store or go to boxes.com, that's B-O-X-I-Z.com, and use our code BROS20 to get free bonus boxes where you can win cash and prizes. We'll have new games every week and incredible prizes in the playoffs. And for the big game, that will include tickets to next year when fans can finally return in 2021. So go to boxes.com for more info or download the app now, B-O-X-I-Z. Use the code BROS20 when you sign up and when you enter our contest. It's free for you and your friends to get in and win. Boxes. It's anyone's game. All right, let's bring in Burgundy and Gold Great, co-host of Fox 5's Washington pregame show, the one and only Rick Doc Walker. How you doing, sir? Gentlemen, I'm good, man. Hey, how could I not be? We're in the playoffs. And <laughs> uh, right. the champions. I haven't been able to say that in six years. So it's uh, it's been quite an unusual season for everyone. And some handle it better than others, and they're reaping the benefits of it. Absolutely. Well, well, thank you again. Second time coming on. You were a man of your words, so we greatly appreciate it. Right. And um, we know you're a very busy man. So I ain't no busy than anybody else. Everybody got to eat. So, you know, it's just <laughs> all part of the process, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, right. I'm just doing my thing like everybody else is doing theirs. And, and uh, we are stewards of the business. We deliver information, give, give the people – who love this organization, this franchise, this football team, um, a reason to voice their opinion. And that's what it's all about. Without that, we wouldn't have gigs. Right about that. Right so, about that. <laughs> uh, just so you guys know, you can follow Doc, of course, on Twitter at Rick Doc Walker. Fantastic follow. I recommend anybody who's on Twitter to do that or, or just get on Twitter specifically to follow Doc. That's what well, we're game day. Well. You know, I'm having a lot of fun with game day. Um, because it's a way to engage with our fan base and and um, and be in the moment. If I was usually on the sidelines working, you can't do that. And it's a different vantage point. Your ground level, it's not the best view, but it's an it's a, so intense because you feel everything. You hear the coaches calling the plays. You hear guys when they make a big play, and when they don't make a big play, you you got guys being. I mean, it's, it's such an emotional. Uh, fire keg and haven't been through it. I'm looking at this thing now through a different window, and it's 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 fascinating. That's like it's like a it's like a 
being under the influence of adrenaline and there's nothing you can do about it. Those guys get to play and release it. You know, Ralph, uh, Wesley, Jamie Street, the three of us, we'd be over there and you try not to get in anybody's way, but yet you're consumed by this. And then being a part of the broadcast, you try not to be a lunatic because it because you're so close to it. And I always describe to people, it's like an out-of-body experience. Now I'm at the crib and I'm watching this stuff and I don't have the – and neither do the players because the fans aren't there. I get juiced up with our fans. And now everybody's kind of like in the same boat. And so I'm trying to translate this and, you know, your thumbs and that little keyboard, it's just – it's rough. And then you say a voice text like last week, I said, uh, you know, Sims Jr., can we get somebody to field a, a punt? And it came out on the voice thing like pant. And so people <laughs> are killing me laughing. Hey, man. And I go, dude, seriously, you do three hours of Could have been a lot worse. And fumble, been a lot worse fumble, fumble once or twice, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. I said, okay, that got me, caught me holding. But the bottom yeah. line is three hours. And then you like, and you feel people's emotions and you're thrown into this thing. And I'm so frustrated by our offense that I want to throw a brick through the TV. (laughs) And then you go, but then again, Alex is so incredible that I can't, I just, you can't help but love the guy. And I'm going to these guys, hey man, look what this dude's giving you. Can somebody please block or make a play? to help this guy out because he's incredible. I was going to say, when you were on the sidelines, I mean, you have some of the most iconic one-liners talking about out-of-body experiences. It's stupid. It like I you mean, I know sometimes it's stupid, but it's just – It's awesome, though. You, you got to understand, the first time <laughs> I'm working with George Michael at uh, Channel 4 and Gary Clark in, in the Minnesota Vikings, he catches that pass and breaks it and, and scores, and game over, team wins. And I'm running with a microphone, camera guy, Stump, I think it was Don Stump on the late great. And I'm running over, and I forgot I was actually on TV. I forgot I was working because I just wanted to go up to him and give him a high five. And here I am out there jumping and engaging with Gary. I felt like a moron going, and I realized <laughs> what am I doing yeah. I'm in a suit and tie, this guy. But I was so caught up because we won the game. And those are things that happen. You just got to. You got to make that transition. It's a segue, man. And some people do it better than others. I'm really not interested, you know, in being a reporter guy. I mean, I'm interested in feeling what this is like because it's overwhelming. And then try to translate to our listeners without being a complete moron. But sometimes it happens that way. But it's real. I ain't making none of right. it up. I mean, it's just I challenge anybody to come there and stand on that sideline and get that close to that action and not have it affect you in a way and then try to translate that that and kind of try to be civil or try to be yeah. normal. It, it's, it's not existent. I'm a big fan of your uh, crushing the windpipe. That's one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's going stupid. Nuts, I mean, it's it was so stupid, awesome. But, you know, and, and you know, I mean, look, I'm a parent, okay, too, but <laughs> I always say those three hours aren't for everybody. Yeah, You know, they just aren't. You know, and and it's like so few get a chance to get in that arena. And then those that get a chance to get in, get out, and then try to interpret it, that's where the magic comes in. And everybody has their own style. It's different in the booth because I've been in the booth. You know, in the booth, 
you you are you might as well be in a in a, in a, in a spaceship. You're so far <laughs> away from the action. And some of these stadiums, uh, since the NFL started making more money, they pushed the broadcast teams from the 50 yard line, right it with perfect view side uh, vantage point, and they put them up in the crow's nest. They kicked them up to the top. It's like seeing ants. It's so stupid. Yeah. Because these guys then, you know, at the time, Larry and Cooley, they're trying to give this up. You know, Julie, Bram, you know, and D. Hall, they're stuck with and, and looking for them. They, they might be in an empty stadium or they're in a studio or somewhere. What they're doing now, you have no idea how hard that is to pull that off because you I'm, don't yeah. get the benefit of that crowd. And they might not even be at the game. You know, it'd be like me sitting right. here in my studio doing a game. Off a of Yeah, they're pros. Crazy. You, you pull yeah. yourself into it, but give me the real deal. Be there three and a half hours early, seeing all the stadium people, seeing, you know, all our band, seeing the first ladies, you know, football. It's a whole, it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's an orchestra, man. It's an event. And that's the it's kind of thing that's very right? difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to get out your system. Some people don't want it to do it, but it's very difficult not to do it because your body is so in tune to this. You ask guys that played in this league, every year, I don't care how old they are, around training camp side, their body's going, hey, we're, why aren't we, you know, aren't we supposed to be doing something today? You know, when you don't have to lift every day, run every day, watch what you eat. So these guys, man, and they got a good group of people, and they're not—they're not slackers. They work their butts off. Uh, they don't play the smartest games, but they're still very young. But once they get it together and cut and stop helping the opponents, you know, beat them, they're gonna be hard to beat because they're built on the foundation of defense first. Right, and that's to me yeah. are my favorite teams because you get stops, then you don't have to be the Chiefs in order to win a ball game. It's very difficult because you might not have Pat Mahomes, or you might not have all the freaks they have. Well, so you got to build it up to it. I see a team like the uh, like the Titans. They're a My defense, kind of and that I My love kind of watching them. I love My it. kind of team. And, and I'm just yeah. wondering why Washington doesn't use that strategy a little bit more on the offensive side. Keep possession, pound it a little bit more. They're so pass heavy at this point. You you got to respect that Coach Turner is he's developing as well. It's not just a young team. You got a young coordinator, too, you know, and he has shown the Dallas game, man, I would have picked him up and and, and picked him up and put him on my shoulders and take him home. He was brilliant, <laughs> but it was boring. He, yeah. Those guys are artists, okay? And so my idea, like I'm a two-to-one baseball guy. Give me a two-one game in baseball, I love it because I love baseball. The game itself, the tighter it is, the longer it goes, the more intrigue. But he's an artist. So he's trying to paint a picture, and he's worked his whole life to get to that point. So he's going to exercise the skill set he has and the players that he has. And they've got an unusual mix, you know, with the wideouts converted to running backs. And he's got he's got a lot of unique weapons. And I can I can I, I understand what he's trying to think, what he's doing. But again, I always go back to basics. Who do they call that trophy after? Lombardi. What did he run? Power sweep. Very simple. Well, it ain't, you know, and you know, sometimes you can, if you can bully people, 
good for you. That's what yeah, Tennessee I mean, does. I just feel like keep it totally. simple, stupid sometimes, well, you know? And it just seems like they overcomplicate things. When you have a defense as, especially over the last few weeks, as dominant as they've been, yeah. why not just kind of get out of their way? Yeah, yeah, get out of their way. All I'm saying is that just a moment, and, and trust me, I'm sick sometimes. And then all of a sudden, they make a play. And it's not all his fault if they drop a ball. It's not his fault. He has people open. They don't catch it. Or they, uh, you go back a couple of weeks ago, and my man loved 24, caught one, and they fumble. That's not on Turner. Right. So he yeah. had the right play call. It's on them. So I, I'm not a guy – I'm not going to nitpick on coordinators. I nitpick on – to players that go, hey, man, it's your team. Okay, these guys got guaranteed money. They'll be there next year. You may not be. You mm-hmm. better focus on execution. And if really, if you execute backside cutoff blocks, receivers all laying out, and for the most part, they do a good job at that. You just got to – man, in this league, <clears throat> Terry McLaurin's been injured for a month. He's playing his guts out, but he don't have his wheels all the way. And so you got to get guys to step up. Logan Thomas has been a guy he's going, hey, I want to be big time in this league. And he's proven it too. Our left side of the offensive line with uh, Switzer, <clears throat> pardon me, <clears throat> and Sharp, they're doing a job that you have no idea how fantastic that is to me. That we now have a left guard and left tackle you don't hear a lot about. Right. Because they're not holding, they're not jumping off sides, they're not getting run over. I mean, nobody's perfect, but overall, man, we didn't know we had that. So you got to give the organization credit, front office selecting, getting West from Atlanta. And then I think um, Sharp was, Sharp might have been in Detroit, if I'm not mistaken, but he wasn't here. Right. You know, I think, and, they, and these guys are developing. Then Lucas comes off, off the pine. And I may have ri- uh, flipped that. Lucas is starting from Chicago. Right, right. Sharp. I don't know where Sharp was from, right? All of a sudden, big boy's starting to bend his knees. You know, Mo gets nicked. He comes in. You don't hear his name again. He's holding up. So we're developing young people. I was glad to say Ruye get paid. You know, Big Nasty. I'm a huge fan of Big Nasty uh, at right guard. But if you're a Pro Bowl guy, then I got to be able to run over you on 31. Right. You know, if you want 15 million, and I think I want him to get it too. But then I expect to be able to get a yard behind behind him and, and, and the big Wahoo, Morgan Moses. In other words, I'm a, I grew up watching the Raiders with Shell and Upshaw, okay? It was no secret that if they needed something, they were going left. And I'm saying if we're going to have these big dogs that want to eat big, then let's be able to get what we want when we want it. And it's not all their fault. It's hard to block in a two-point stance. You know, I want my biggins with their hand in the dirt. I want them I, – I want to come after people, but that's not my responsibility. So I just support them. It's like being a parent. You support <laughs> your kids no matter what they do, and you hope right. for the best. Well, I wanted to ask you – we're talking about the roster here and, and some injuries. Or, yeah. Have you heard anything this week about Alex Smith's health? And, you know, uh, you know, obviously his play is – declining a bit and it looks like it's due to the knee injury that's kind of God, slowly think? rearing its yeah. ugly head a little bit yeah i'm mean, hopefully it's a knee injury what's going on there have you heard anything as far as like you know from an insider's perspective obviously you're worth the team quite a bit is there something well, to be concerned now, I about been on facility. i my last presence on the facility was a year ago 
I don't. Oh, okay. It, but again, I don't care. I never get into that. All I yeah. know is they're paid to get 53 guys ready to compete. That's their problem. That ain't my problem. Okay. If you build your team properly, <laughs> you are supposed to be able to go, well, what happens if the quarterback gets hurt? We put the other guy in. What happens if the right guy, well, then we put the next guy in. Build a roster. They didn't say build 11. They said build 53. So it's the best 53 that ends up winning this thing. So, well, what, and I'm not concerned yeah. about, I mean, I love him to death. If he can play, great. If not, give me four. And I'm going out well, there with four, and I'm expecting to win the ball game. If not, then I'm bringing Montez in. They've been there all year. I mean, I don't care if he's played or not. He's been there all stinking year. If you don't yeah, know what they want to do by now and they kept you there all year, that's on them. Well, what do you think about this rumor that they're talking about this two-quarterback system thing with Smith and with Heineke and they're, and they're saying because of Heineke's mobility and because it – I mean, honestly, in that – Eagles games at times I was scared for Alex he looked like he couldn't move at times he really did do you think that that's a viable option this deep into the season like let me repeat what I said say. <laughs> whomever they have should be ready to play or it's their fault yeah if they didn't get him two weeks ago he's on the team he knows the system he's and I loved him when he came in for Wayne Wayne he was great I wish they had brought him in at halftime because he's not scared that's what I love about Heineke. He's a guy going, give me a shot. That's how you yeah. want your guys to be. Give me a shot. He had balls. I mean, when when oh. uh, Chase Young talked to him, he, he <clears throat> looked like him. he'd been there. You know, it was his <clears throat> yeah. response was phenomenal. Yeah, but, I mean, the uh, but, guy didn't even Alex, start in the in the XFL. It don't matter. That's a little concerning to me. It don't matter. He's on the Battle Hawks, I think. I don't yeah. know. Here's here's what I do know. If they picked him, he better be able to play, or yeah. it's on them. If they don't have the backups ready to play, it's on them. They had never had Dwayne ready to play. That's on them, okay? They know him. It's on them. They didn't get him ready to play. Blew his career. That's on them. You got to figure out a way to make it work for every guy. Somebody in your organization has got to be able to connect with each player mentally and physically and spiritually. You can't lose prospects because you can't fix a guy. That's on you, too. Now, the guy is who he is. Would you, you 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 don't think you'll get another twenty-two year old guy who don't have it all together? Then you shouldn't be in the business. I don't buy that crap. Get everybody ready to play, okay? And that's on them. And they've not whined about it. To their credit, they stepped up and go next man up. That I respect, you know. And if you can't get a guy to do the things you want him to do, then get rid of him and get another guy. It's pro ball. They're paying a lot of money, man. Somebody out here. Not the Heineke, but it's... I like Heineke. (laughs) I I like him. I like him. I do too. But I wanted to ask you, as far as the game goes, in your opinion, is there a weakness that Washington can exploit within Tampa? I mean, I'm trying to find something here. And, um, you know, you know more a a hell of a lot more than we do. No, I've seen Tampa just as you've seen Tampa. I haven't... I don't break Tampa down. Yeah. I know they're going to come to play. They they got a chip on their shoulder. They've got the the pressures on them. They got the goat. They got all these guys. But you know what? Our guys could care less. They're not scared. They're looking. That's why I love Chase Young. People tried. They didn't make a big thing out of it, but it was blowing off. First of all, if you mic guys, NBC, AB, all these networks, you want to mic people, then get ready, okay? Because it's 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 real. What did you expect them to say? And I the thought fact it was that, great. I thought it was fantastic. And 
Now you have to go out there, and not only him, but his teammates. Hey, man, my boy said, let's go make that little lighter for him. The right, the tackles for Tampa, what do you think they're thinking about now? Pressure's on them, too. Man, my boy, this rookie, saying he's going after my guy, the quarterback, the GOAT. So they may – I'm looking for guys to jump off sides. And when he does beat them, and he will, he's going to get his. Oh, yeah. Did, they're going to fall apart because now this young buck just did a Muhammad Ali on him. And we knew he shocked the world. And that's what these guys have an opportunity to do. I love the bravado because they back it up and they're going to play hard. And now if Joe Del Rio mixes a few of them blitzes in, see, I love Tom because you know where he's going to be. Who I don't want to see is a kid in Baltimore or a kid in Arizona. You can have the best lane coverage, everything, right, and they get out. Yeah, and it just and, and they've it, had it problems look all year. Look, that, yeah. we didn't bust a grape against Hurts. I'm telling you that right no. now. He was in control, so I don't want to see him right now. Let's get <laughs> let's get the stick man on his spot, and let's see if we can. Disrupting. Well, going back to Young, everybody knew he was a physical beast, but did you expect him to be such an emotional leader right off the bat? You see him on the sideline. He keeps everybody awake. He keeps everybody in line. It's so amazing. It reminds me of, you know, like Lawrence Taylor when he first went to the Giants on the sideline. You see that footage of him just riling guys up even when he's not in the game. It's just amazing to see. He's a rare leader. I had a lot of people on Twitter asking me, why is he wearing the C? And why is, he, why is Ryan Carrick? It's not Ryan's game. Ryan's game is performance. Chase's game is performance plus. He's like a high-octane gasoline. Okay, everybody's got to be who they are. The worst thing you can do is force a guy into something he's not. When they put that C on Dwayne Haskins, I said, what are they doing? That ain't who he is. Right. He's a performer, but he never asked to be the leader. Okay? And so that's on them. That's a fumble on their part. They got the right guy in it right now. I'm telling you this right now because this dude, the energy he exudes doing that, it wears a guy out. I'm telling you, that's why I hope his teammates pick up a little of that slack because it's exhausting. And he's got that freak on the other side, sweat. See, it's a combination. That's what makes it work. It's Chuck Mann and Dexter Manley. It's that, it's that thing. When you got two guys, remember when Wilbur Marshall was here, Wilbur Marshall was raising all kind of hell. He had four of the guys up there doing it as well. Sure. When you got a band of brothers, you are hard to deal with. And let's not make LT was phenomenal, but so was the rest of that group they had over there with the New York football giants. So I know this is something Tampa's obviously in a warm weather climate. Right. A lot has always been said about the Bucks, and obviously it's a little different this year. You know, Tom Brady is in Boston. I mean, he's right. used to this. But is that kind of overblown, the the fact that they're going to be playing in, you know, sub, I guess, 20, mid-20 degree weather on Saturday night and coming from, from Tampa, which is, you know, it's probably 75 degrees right now. I'm trying to find something that we can really use to... Don't use that one. Don't use that Don't one. use that one. Because you know I told why? Them. I told them. Because they As plan on going to Green Bay. They're planning to go to Green Bay the following week. Yeah. And they're looking forward to it. It's all based on who your coach is. Bruce B.A. is a Viking. I'm telling you, you could put them in Hawaii. He'll have them ready to go because it's mental. Playing in yeah. the cold is mental. So you just got to get – and if your quarterback is a cold-weather guy, which the GOAT is in New England, you know, it, it. so don't worry about that. 
worry about getting uh, uh-huh. you know with all those years in tampa tampa right. could never win under what 40 degree weather under tony dungy for years that was that was like a thing six or seven straight playoff games or something there's got to be tony some validity coach. to it right tony, tony yeah. was a great coach and a great guy played with tony a couple postseason games in college he's a hall of famer love him to death but he, his game ain't to scare you his game ain't to pressure you that's not his game okay ba yeah yeah ba pushing He's pushing buttons like Joe Gibbs. He had us out there. We'd be warming up in it. We practice in it. He taught us to relish it. We, if it was money, we go, we said, wow, that's our weather. So Joe was always preaching to the worse it is, the better for us. So when you ingrain that in your guys, it's all about your guy. And Joe ran the ball. The right. people have a problem with the weather or when they want to be cute. Well, Tampa could pound it. Now they'll run it. TVs, I mean, they, they got backs. And it's our – hopefully it'll be our game as well that we got guys now our big old offensive line, a big old defensive line, and go, let's play trench warfare. Let's go. That's the mindset you want coming in. If I need weather so I can run a triple reverse, stick a fork in them. Right. <laughs> I'm just looking for anything, Doc. This <laughs> no, no. You know, you're, you're playing the fan guy. Be a fan. Yeah. Don't I'll apologize try. for being unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Part of fan is fanatic. Is fan? It, yeah. I don't. I don't want guys covering to follow my team to be logical and be a fan. <laughs> if you're an analyst, that's a whole different thing. You're, you're right. a fan. Hey man, let it all hang out. What do you got to lose? I will say that I called seven and nine this year. Just saying. Uh, I, I haven't heard that for a week, man. I haven't heard. I've been well, hearing. You're never going to hear the last of it. You know, seven and nine is cool. Here's the sad part about 79, that we look at 79 and we go, great. That's <laughs> right. how far we've fallen off. You know, I know. No anything kidding. under 10 and 6, you should have your behind whipped. You know, when you got talent like this and you got an organization that has money, that will pay for things, that has resources, it's all pilot error. It'd be different if you yeah. were broke. If you just sent the Bengals or what, you got people you got, don't want to pay. You, you got a guy who will buy anything. They just don't always know what to buy at the right time, but they will do it. And now with Ron and Jack, stability. And these, I mean, I I can't say enough about the offensive line coach, special teams, the DBs. Do you know how long it's been since we've been critical of the secondary? It's been a while. It has. You really can't. I mean, you get Cameron Curl, one of my favorite players, man. You know, if, if you look at Cole Holcomb, or whatever, you should kiss your lucky stars that this group now is pouring a base with concrete, not sand. You know what I mean? We're actually yeah. going to end up with something, I believe. I really believe that, that we're I headed mean, in the right direction in the middle of a snowstorm and blizzard because that's how it is. You know, it's always something going on. But in the meantime, now, we got a clear <laughs> focus for football. And that's all I care about. The football side of it right now, I think is I think is focused. Absolutely. Going to those D backs, they've been suffocating these quarterbacks. I mean, their completion percentage is down. They can't make deep balls. I remember, like you were saying, first part of the season, we were worried about just don't give up the deep ball. Don't give up the deep ball. Knock on wood, we haven't seen any. The way they've come around, and I know the D line plays a part in it. I know the scheme plays a part in it, but these guys are working their asses off. Well, you know, it all works in combination. You know, you get pressure, linebackers getting adequate drops, 
and being able to cover some guys, not letting – remember when tight ends killed us? Everybody yeah. made the Pro Bowl against us. Everyone. Those days now are similar to way. DeShazer Everett, God, I miss him. He started it because he started no, dropping <laughs> He started dropping the hammer on people. And he scared the dickens out of all these receivers. Cameron Curl, they'll come up and hit you, man. This secondary, we're no longer even discussing that. that. Right. The linebackers, it was struggling. Bo Bostic, love Bostic, but Bostic was struggling. And now Bostic has become a leader, and he keeps playing hard, and he's going to make some plays. And Holcomb, wow, if he was a stock, buy him because sky's the limits. And um, KPL been nicked, but boy, is he going to be fantastic. But he's been nicked. You can't blame a guy when his body decides not to work with him. But once the body's the big thing is about your big, the Brahma Bulls have not gone down. When you can no. throw out and you see you see Payne and then you see Allen and then you see the Hokies settle, they played every game. Yeah. Now, when is the last time that happened? So, once again, you got to go to the training staff and go, thank you. Thank you. We can actually feel people to actually play in consecutive games. We can thank Trent for that, right? Well, I think Trent's a guy you do have to consider, uh, but it's not on just one guy. I never blame the people in the middle. Everything yeah. comes from the top down. See, Noel, that's what I've always said. Everything comes top down. I'm not blaming some guy making $2 an hour. Right. I'm blaming the guy making $2 million an hour. So let's get your crap together. Get the best people. Strength and conditioning. You know, um, they kept that crew intact. Well, and that speaks volumes as word. well about Chase Young. He was getting better. Yeah, Chad and the boys in the weight room. Yeah, he's not hitting that rookie wall at all. He's well, getting the groin stronger. injury helped him. The groin yeah, injury. Yeah, Sometimes if you get take a couple weeks, and that allows you to see and gather. Trace went about two or three weeks where he wasn't Superman because his groin was mm-hmm. messed up, but he played right. through it. Like Terry McClure, these these Buckeyes, I got nothing but respect for him, man. They play through pain, they and they still contribute. Terry's pulling coverage, even though he's got a boot on his on his foot all week, but he's pulling coverage. Now, what I need now is Sims, Cam. It's time to step up, you know, and get in the end zone. And they're doing good, but now in the playoff, they got to do great for us to advance. You know that that Sims Junior. Man, that's Sims Junior. <laughs> I, I don't know what to he say about him. He well, they go, they, they, I, I heard today. They say they're going to put him back there again. Good for him. Uh, Make a play. Uh, Help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Our special teams. He had a 15, 20-yard return. Oh, no, no. That, that We're set getting us up some in returns. We're getting yeah. some returns. You know, Hopkins, you know, uh, our guys, we're kicking, we're punting, we're snapping. I mean, we, we got a lot that we can say, okay, we're turning the corner. We're trying to peak at the right time. I don't know if you guys noticed this or not. We're in January, What's and up? we're still talking about Burgundy and Gold football. When's the last time <laughs> that happened? See, I so know, man. It's, I'm saying it's right so now, good. let's keep going, man. I mean, let's you, let's do it one quarter. Why not at a us? Time. Why not well, us? I love the shirt they have. I, I yeah. love that shirt. You know, yeah. I, I, I that was that was genius because I didn't think of that. I mean, that's uh one but not done. I think is what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah one, one but not, not done. Right. Man, I love well, that. Yeah, you got to get into the dance in order to contribute. You know, they're there regardless they're seven and nine or not. They could be sitting watching TV at home like we are, like the Giants. So I'm happy no, no, no. about like it. the exactly. Giants, right? And the Cowboys and the Eagles. That's <laughs> right. the beauty of that. They won't watch. 
They're sick. And the Giants, I mean, I'm so <laughs> sick of hearing them whining. You know uh, what? Let it go. We've all been there. We had 1984. We had, if the Cowboys beat the Niners, we're in. And those rotten, you know what? They had it. And they let it slip away. And our playoff hopes were dead. I remember sitting in the scoreboard restaurant that uh, day. It was a 4 o'clock game. We were tortured till about 8. And then you know, it's over. Your season is over. It's a finality that you can't. I can't describe it. You're sitting there yeah. counting on some guy you can't stand to do you a favor, <laughs> and you got to handle your own business. And the next year we came back, you know, got in playoffs. Look, it, it it happens. The Eagles had nothing to play for. I've heard all week, six to nine. It's a unbelievable difference in the sixth pick and the ninth guy. Because yeah. a six pick with three or four viable quarterbacks in the running, you might get some sucker to come right. and take your pick and pay you a king's ransom because they got to have the quarterback. Then you slide back with more assets. The Eagles could come out of this looking great. It was a perfect move. Giants should have just won more games. That's it. Yeah, simple as that. Don't yeah. rely on somebody else to do your business. Yeah, And, and also, I, I'll i never forget the Giants – you're yeah. probably going to hate me for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I totally agree with that, uh, that, that we should have swept them. should have swept the whole division. To be honest, yeah. right. want to be honest, truth. Yeah, yeah, we should be undefeated in the division. But it couldn't have happened to a better team with the Giants when they pulled that crap a few years ago. Kirk's last year, I believe it was, when they played all their starters all the way through and then they got the crap kicked out of them the next week. That's okay. They that's the on us. No. Yeah. They didn't even no, need I, to I, play. Trust me. And we came in and that's the worst game that I, I, I've ever worked here. I could <laughs> yeah. not believe it. And so we're home. So it was payback. But we had nothing to do with it. Because let's face it, we won by a nail against a team that didn't even care. So we got to check ourselves. And I'm sure oh. Jay, I'm sure Coach did that. Hey, fellas, this is great. But mm-hmm. we got to handle our business. Losing right. to Carolina made me throw up in my mouth. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Could have been celebrating, had a week off, right. arrested people. But they give them credit. They came back and handled the business. And then Saturday night, and look how many times, prime, prime time. The beginning of the season, we were on every week at 1 o'clock, unless they had to do something. And now they took the Cowboys out of prime time. So good. Yeah. So good. I, I, I couldn't believe out. it. I couldn't hey, believe man. we flexed. And it was, and it's a good feeling. And we, we, people can see us now. And you know what? I hope they break out the all-whites again. I mean, they I'm don't lose in like the all whites. They, they don't I, love I, the all whites. I think they're undefeated on the all whites. I think you're right. I think you're yeah. right. But you know, we'll see. It's um, people say it's not the uniform. Then you've never worn something that made you feel special, and then you back it up. That's why guys wear three wristbands, or guys wear some of these idiots wear jewelry during games. I haven't figured that out yet, but that's on the coach <laughs> for allowing them to do it. But if yeah. it makes them feel like it, they can score or stop somebody and be good. Hey, man, do you think? You know, I wanted to thank you again, Doc, for coming on. We, we really, really appreciate it. It's, again, such a thrill for Noel and I because, you know, we've been watching you forever, and it's it's just amazing. I I know you don't think that it's a big deal, but it's a big deal <laughs> no, no, for no, us. No, 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 I'm, not to, man, I'm just saying, dude, just, you know, normal guy. I know you are. Love what I do, love the business, and the guys like you guys that supported us through thick and thin, 
And it's been tough 20 years, man. More thin than thick. You're sure. damn right yeah. it is. <laughs> it's nice to have yeah. you on the fan side with us. It's great. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I, can play, I play both hats because I'm yeah. not playing, you know, and I'm not working. So <laughs> I am, I am from that standpoint, that's where I'm at. But the support that was given to me, I'm giving it back, you know, and um, until I get back on the good, good foot and then we just keep going. Yeah. yeah, we're lucky. Well, we're lucky because you know what? We could have had to deal with the crap that happened uh, on Capitol Hill. Imagine right. having yeah. to do that for two hours or talk about that all right. day. We've been talking yeah. about Burgundy and Gold football and playoffs. Keep- and and so yeah. I'll take what we've got for right now. Absolutely. I totally agree. We had that serious conversation before you came on. We didn't want to <laughs> No, no. Bring I was you glad. One of the good things about me not being on the air today, that was been good. Yeah, it yeah absolutely. It would have gotten what ugly. Is, I don't blame you. You don't want me to go on that because I just. <laughs> yeah. That, thank God we're about to run out of time. But anyway, man, <laughs> God bless you guys, man. Keep doing what you're doing. You thank and, you. And uh, those that support you, you know, good for them. I mean, this is what it's all about. And hopefully, you know, we'll get a shot at it next week. I mean, that's yeah, what I'm Hopefully feeling. we'll I'm still play it in January. I hope so. I hope so. Well, well right. thank you again. Again, Thanks, you can Doc. follow uh, Doc at Rick Doc Walker on Twitter and, and watch him on Fox 5. Yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, I'll be on with Tiffany and Santana Moss on the football team's pregame show. So, hey, man, I'm getting it done. You're working. Getting it See, done. you're working. Yeah, yeah I'm getting a little bit. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit of appetizers. It's going to be I need that prime rib. I mean, that yeah. slab on my plate. That's okay. We're working towards it. Thanks, man. All right, man. Y'all be good. Be good. All right. So thanks again to Doc for stopping by. Uh, I know he's a very busy man. He's got a lot. Actually, he's got a ton of uh, requests. I'm still amazed that he even comes on this show, but uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> shit is shocking. <laughs> I don't even want to come on it. Imagine how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So last time Doc was on, we didn't do the predictions and I we got some flack about that surprisingly enough. He doesn't do them. You know, he doesn't do them. And I don't blame him. I didn't do them on the last show when they played Philly. I didn't do it. I, I thought it was a jinx. There's no money in it. No. Now, if there was money in it, I probably would. <laughs> Actually, speaking of money in it, yes. I've been in a pool the whole season, okay, mm-hmm. to pick them. You pick every game, right? And I got in the money. I picked Washington in the pool to beat Philadelphia, and I got in the money. I got second place. Nice. Good for you. IRS, your portion's on the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they won They won me some money, man. They're giving back. Yeah, they're the gift that keeps on giving, this team, yeah. you know? Um, Doc doesn't do predictions, refuses to do them. So we're going to do them. Or you're going to do it this time. I know last yeah, time you refused. Yeah, I'll do it this time. All right. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Right. I'll go first. So I think this team has some momentum going in. I think they figured things out defensively. I just have a lot of question marks on the offensive side, primarily the most important position in sports. Sure. The quarterback position. And I think that's either A, if it's Alex Smith, no clue what you're going to get. B, Heineke, who the hell knows, played nine minutes, played some good ball. Or if they do the combo of both, God only knows. (laughs) And I just think that's just too many variables For them to go in a team with all the weapons that Tampa has. So I'm going to go with a score of 27 to 17. I think that just Brady can put up 27 points. I don't see them being able to run the ball at all against Tampa. 
They're going to have to be pass heavy, which is, again, going back to this quarterback situation, is going to be a cluster. Oh, they're going to stack the box so hard. They're going to make them prove that they can actually throw the ball. And they won't be able to prove (laughs) that they will. (laughs) So... I've been right a lot, Noel. This is well documented. Well, then pick Washington then. But that huffing and puffing, I have a feeling you're good. <laughs> you're not going that way. Yeah, I, I'm a professional, Noel. I, I don't just go with my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. All but right. um, yeah. you're playing Tom Brady in the playoffs, okay? Yes, he's he's a 43-year-old vir- virgin. <laughs> he's a 43-year-old virgin. Of- yeah, I, think he, I don't think he's a virgin no more. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing just fine. <laughs> but uh, he's the GOAT, as the kids like to say, right? But that's not even your biggest problem. You alluded to it, of course. That's uh, our quarterback situation, not theirs. It's, that's our biggest problem here. You have Alex Smith who can't move. You have Heineke who couldn't even start on his XFL team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ron Rivera, he just doesn't, he doesn't get blown out in playoff games. It doesn't happen. In the past, in regular season games, not that they've played a ton, but he's played Tom Brady pretty well. Means nothing in this situation. Yeah. Two different teams yeah, on I both mean, sides. Yeah, he's beating every time they played each other in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, that shit, that's out the window. Yeah, so I think that this will be a surprisingly close score through three quarters. And then the fourth quarter is going to come around. And then the wheels are going to fall off. This is uh, going to remind me kind of of the Seahawks game when Todd Collins was there. You remember that game? Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling out the stops here. <laughs> but if you remember that game, they were made some plays and it looked like they were going to win. And then the fourth quarter came along and they just got smoked. You know, everything fell out because the more talented team won. And right. I think that's what's going to happen here. I think it's going to be like, you know, a 13-14 game through three quarters and then a turnover will happen or, you know, the defense give up a big play because they're exhausted because they've been busting their ass the entire game and it's going to end up 27-13 Tampa. Oh, we're pretty close. I don't know how this team could ever score more than 13 points the way that their offense is built right now and and who their quarterbacks are. Right. I don't see them being able to take advantage of any of Tampa's vulnerabilities and uh, it's unfortunate. Hey, they're playing an extra game. Like Doc said, we're playing in January, man. So this isn't a funeral. No. Okay. No, it's, so they, they it's if, a celebration if, of life. Exactly. Hey, if they win, this score means shit. I'm just picking off my head. Everybody knows I want Washington to win and kick the shit out of this team. I'm just being practical and I'd love to be wrong. Oh my God, are you kidding me? But I just think realistically, Tampa just has way too many weapons. Our offense can't move on a consistent basis. Theirs can. Yeah. And yeah. the cream always rises to the top. Not always, but I think this time it will. Hey, look, we got a future ahead. Got to find a quarterback. I'm not saying it's over yet. We still have a game this year. Yeah, we're not going to start talking about mock drafts. No, of course not. I'm, I'm just saying yeah. this isn't like, you know, a team that we feel like is a one hit wonder. You know, this feels yeah. like we're actually building something. And that's why it yeah. doesn't if they lose, which again, hope they don't. I'm not going to be devastated because I know that we have something to look forward to. No, absolutely. And Doc said it perfectly. This team isn't being built on sand. It's being built on concrete. It couldn't have been said any better than that. And I do think that there's a future here. But hey, season ain't over. I hope when we come back here on Tuesday, we're celebrating and let's fucking go, man. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'll be rooting. I'll be on the edge of my seat. That's for sure. And let the chips fall where they may. At least the crowd will be rocking, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Got that in our corner. 
Anyway. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. We're on all major podcast platforms. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you like this show, please share it on social media. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook group, and our website, BeltwaySportsBros.com. Hope you guys enjoy the game. And again, hopefully we have something really awesome to talk about when we come back on Tuesday. Have a great weekend.